Welcome back to another episode of the DMIB podcast, where, as usual, you will hear a whole lot of nonsense. Hope you enjoy. What's up? This is a new episode of DMIB, but this one's going to be a little different. So I've got two friends here. I've got my friend Sam. Say hello. Hi, and I've got my best friend here, my dad. Word. That was good, dude. Yeah, I feel got good. My, got my best friend here, my dad. Yeah, well, you see, I'm just going to keep mooching off until the day he oh. dies. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> Not if I have my way. <laughs> so, What's up, Pops? What's going on, buddy? There's my other best friend. <laughs> that's your only best friend. Um. Well, that's what I tell you when I'm talking to you, and that's what I tell your brother when I'm talking to your brother. Podcast the only done. one I'm straight with is Perry. He knows he's like. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, this episode is going to be a little different. It's going to be, I guess, more of an interview of sorts. Um, so our dad uh, did some crazy stuff and was in a band and was pretty punk rock and pretty hardcore most of his life. Yeah. So we had a couple questions we wanted to ask him. And I just want to get his input on stuff because he's getting a little older. Um Fuck you. Yeah, old man. And I just, I'm just i curious about how stuff has changed from since when he was a kid to how it is now. Well, we have electricity now. And... <laughs> Don't have to ride a dinosaur to work anymore. Yeah. Or, di- sure or dialysis. Lo- I'm sure he loves the <laughs> automobile. <laughs> the wheels are easier to change now. They're not for stone. You're an idiot. Um, so I want to go into the first one before we get crazy. Okay. So we'll start a little, keep it sweet at first, right? So You guys are really going to screw me, aren't this up? No, no, no. All right, first question. All right. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to try and word it my best. Just follow along. So out of all your children, okay, what are what are things that you know, like, without a shadow of a doubt, like, oh, he, he got that from me? Well, you look just like me. Oh, you're ugly, too. <laughs> Dude, I'm beautiful. You are beautiful. That's Dylan right. just feels bad because he's left out because we're not sure who his dad is. He was a mailman's kid. <laughs> it was mailman with Robert Plant. Mailman was gorgeous. Don't give him that much. Don't give him that much props. I didn't say talented. I just said it looks like. Hey, well, Robert, no, that's Robert Plant's a stud, dude. <laughs> Um, well, let's see. You look like me. You're you're all three smart asses, and that's that's something you guys all got from me and each other. Without like a shadow of a doubt, like you, we definitely uh, picked that up from you. Got it. Um, I, I would I agree. Have lot, I have a lot of shitty genes, <laughs> like like my you know you know my medical history. I'll just give it, make it quick for everybody. Uh, I'm in kidney failure. I have uh, I've got a dialysis. I've had a brain aneurysm. I've spent a couple years in the hospital. Yeah, but in all fairness, that's all stuff you did to yourself. Well, it's, that's not, not like you woke up one day and you're like, man, I'm in dialysis. <laughs> yeah, but if I had good genes, I probably could have got away with all that shit. I mean, you treated anyway. your body like a trash can. Well, yeah, and <laughs> I had a good time, Brad. Anyway, that's not the point. You're getting off the topic. Yeah, this is your story. Sorry. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, listen, um, one thing that I will say about us is both of my grandfathers died with a full head of hair. 
so you will never be bald. Yeah, that's your hair sweet. will turn white. That's the Italian in us. Your hair is going to turn white, but you won't be bald. You'll be fat and probably on <laughs> life support, but <laughs> but you'll have great hair. And that's all I can think of. But everything else you guys have sucks. So I think what I was getting at was more like, okay, so I did I not do I, that right? No, no, no. no. The, I think the question, what I was trying to ask was like, so, so like, I agree, like the, the awful sense of humor and all that, like, yes, 100% we got from you, but like, I want to go as far as to say like a bad thing in the gene pool I got from you is like my flat ass. Dude, me too. Uh, and that's Hurts the only me. thing that's like, dude, Dylan's absolutely your kid oh. when you just look at how flat his ass is. That's true. <laughs> and, you know, I used to joke that I have to wear two wallets so it looks like I have butt cheeks. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, that was, that's from your grandpa, uh, Grandpa Mongrel. No, he, he used to say I had no ass at all. <laughs> no ass at all. But, um, yeah, that's one thing. At one point before I was super fat, my butt actually dented inwards. Yeah, like, I think I think mine's doing that. It was in any. Yeah, I think I'm there. It'll disappear if you let it. Do some crunches or something. Okay, so what? It'll, it'll go away if, if you don't use it. You will lose it. So what's a part of us like when you look at us? You're like, oh shit, that's me. Does it trip you out ever? Like when you look at us or or say you um, see us Dylan, do something like oh, say absolutely. like like a nose you rub or just something weird that you're just like, oh shit, I feel like I'm looking in a mirror. Are you are you the most? Because you hear I that, can Dylan? see a lot of the facial expressions that I make and the way you laugh, and you you look like me anyway. So it happens a lot with you. But since I've been living with just me and Dylan, I've been noticing with Dylan. Dylan will say things a certain way. He'll make weird voices. He'll like crunch his face or or the way he laughs. I I see stuff all the time that reminds me of you, or that reminds you guys of me. Or you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I got it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I know what you are saying. You don't need to keep repeating yourself. <laughs> okay, so same same, same question, but I want you to put yourself in mom's shoes here. What, okay. what, do, you, what do you see that we from get from mom? <laughs> what do you see in us that you're just like, fuck, that's just like her? Do you see mommy in me, daddy? Um, uh, with you, probably her tits. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh my God. There's that sense of humor thing we were talking about. No, not anymore than that. Anyway, we're not going to discuss the mother's boobs. All right. But I'll talk about her pussy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, God. You guys are going to get me in trouble. Um, your, yeah, your brother's got that Jew nose. And the Jew hair, too. Like, I honestly, his real name's fucking. Weinberg or some shit. <laughs> your mom, your mom was celebrating Hanukkah. Okay. What about Brad? Um, you no, know, put, 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 put Brad down. No, yeah, please. <laughs> Brad, Bradley, you're like a, you definitely got like facially, and you got my you look, you got my looks. There's not a lot um, that reminds me of your mother with you. See, and what trips me out about that is I hear a lot of people say that I look just like her, like identical. I saw one picture that I remember actually like a long time ago. Uh, 
with mom when she was like, I want to say like a teenager, like late teens with her hair back and a ponytail. And it looked pretty similar to your face. Well, I've had people tell me that your mom looks like me. Like I've had people say, is that your sister? My God, I hope not. Is that why we're retarded? You've been making your sister this yeah. Was mom stuck in a washing machine and asked for your help out of it or something? Is that how we're here? She was stuck, yes. Come on, step, bro. And by the time <laughs> by the time I found the tool to get her out, I was naked. Yeah, weird how <laughs> that works, huh? And I had slipped on that tool. Anyway. And she got my tool. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, there's there's my soft boy question out of the way. We're gonna start firing them off. Dylan, you're next. You go ahead. Okay. All right, Dad, I got something I want to, you know, when you think about your dad, you think about, like, big, tough, strong man. You know, like, oh, my dad could beat up your dad. I want to hear yeah, it. because my dad was on crack. <laughs> that had crack cocaine strength. <laughs> and I, he usually carried a crowbar with him. I, I, got, I got a question for you. Yes. So so what was the time that you thought you were, like, big and bad? Like, you were tough. You were about to, like, fight somebody or whatever. And, or, like, not even necessarily physical, but you got put down. And you felt like you got put in your place. And you're like, oh, shit. So in another form of words tell us about a time you got punked out yeah um okay since we're talking about my dad um i don't want to get too involved in the bullshit but there was a time when um i felt like your grandma was uh in danger and um i ran in front of her to block my dad and yelled at him and told him to leave her alone. And I said, it oh, in my like, like a tough little kid, like, yeah, stop it. Yeah. Right. But in my tough, in, in my voice, I sounded like, yeah, fucking Clint Eastwood. Yeah. But yeah, you were inside his brain. Yeah. <laughs> but it came out like, uh, Mickey hey, Mouse. it came out like, Hey, sir, um, please stop, Excuse me, please stop you... beating the shit out of my mom. well you know what the thing i was trying to do is to get his attention away from her and i did that because he slapped me and knocked me into the over the couch did you immediately regret that you're immediately like man i should have just i should have just i should have just let her take this uppercut (laughs) i think i was that leave her and then oh what the fuck am i yeah but it was too late like shots were already fired yeah, I caught a knuckle sandwich for that one. So I, um, I think what Dylan meant to say was not as a child, Dad. Like, he wants to know about the time he got punked out. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, like maybe like early teens or like teenage years when you were like with the boys or whatever. Did you ever have a moment where like you felt like you like tried to step up but got punked out? No, because hanging out with the guys, you can't do that. So even if you have a doubt in your head, you still close your eyes and swing. <laughs> because if you don't, your friends are going to fuck it. You'll Oops. never hear the end of it. I'll tell you so what, you... I've been punked out, and I wish I would have just got my ass kicked because, like, I have to carry that feeling with me for life. Yeah, sometimes oh, I'd absolutely. rather just take a take a molly whopping. I got jumped in the Jack's bathroom by three dudes. I don't know. Brad probably remembers that. I don't I do a little. Dad came they home and looked like he got his ass lip. kicked. Damn. They put my tooth all the way through my lip. And, it, and the, the shitty thing was is, I followed this fucking dude into the bathroom. It was my fault. I had 700 friends on the other side of that door. But in that bathroom, I was outnumbered, and I did not see this dude come around and clap. Fuck. <laughs> um, 
And that was just me being on home turf. Like I, I'm not a fuck. I'm not fucking a ninja. I got to fight two or three dudes. You know what I mean? But I've got that home turf advantage. You know, I'm thinking I got fucking 25 homies out there. Well, and you were probably, you were probably drunk and on cocaine. So that, that helps with the, the ego boost there. Well, that's true. And you know what? It didn't hurt as bad either. However, when you woke up, <laughs> when I ran out of cocaine, <laughs> ah, that's smart. Anyway, so, um, and then, you no, know, I guess not, man. And not really. I mean, I've fought times that I did. I sure wish I hadn't, like that time. Yeah. You know, I mean, it would have been better to fucking get punked out and walk away. Because then I would have just went to my friends and then we'd jump the guys. But <laughs> it would have worked out much better for me. So, um, not that I can think of. What about you, Bradley? Oh, when I got punked? Yeah. Oh, dude. Um, so oh, I got a couple. I have no. I have one that stands. <laughs> out. I have one that stands out, but it, it it ended in a victory. So it was it was when your friend got ten dollars stolen from him, and I went up to the school to confront him and just like ask him for his money back. But see, I thought that we were. I thought me and this kid were friends at the time, but. Turns out he brought his he brought his really black dad that looked like Snoop Dogg to come punk punk out a high school kid and I got like I got to the point where I was like okay well I can either hit this guy with my skateboard or he could possibly pull a gun out or just beat my fucking ass so yeah I got all scared and got punked out you know which I feel is not terrible because I got punked out by like a dad <laughs> but. I ended up going home and then setting that kid up. And then my dad drove me and my friends to the kid while listening DMX. to DMX. And then I watched Damien jump out of the van and punch this kid out of his hat and then kick his Running cell phone up. across the room. I, I jumped, I went to jump out of the van and dad's like, no, don't jump him. And I'm like, fuck that. Like, <laughs> Okay, Damien already had his hand halfway up that dude's ass. He did not need your help. Yeah. Because we pumped him up with DMX. And that kid ran home to tell his dad. And then there was another time. So, like, that happened, and then another one. There's only these two times that really get me. We were in Bakersfield. I had you in the car. This guy was in a truck, and, like, I'm turning, and he's looking at me crazy. And then, like... I stop at the stop sign. This guy's out of his truck and starts walking over to me. And I get out of my car and I look over at him and he's just barking, dude. Like barking. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I want to. I don't want a black guy right now. Like, I feel like (laughs) I could probably fight him and do okay. But like, I just, I don't want a fat lip. I don't want a black, like... He looked like the kind of guy that if he caught me slipping, he was going to kick my neck in. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I just kind of... I did a situation awareness right there. It was like, nah, fuck that. Got in the car and just went home and then felt like a bitch. So so let me tell you what. You probably made the right call with that one because people that engage in road rage on a a regular basis are fucking crazy. They usually have some sort of weapon next to their seat, whether it be a club. I've seen people get beat with clubs right in the middle of the street. You know, the car clubs, the anti-security car club. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I've seen dudes pull um, baseball bats out of trucks. I've seen a dude hit a dude with a shovel on the 91 freeway <laughs> at fucking 4.30. Jeez. Because it's dead stop traffic. You got all the time in the world to fight. <laughs> People get bored. People get bored and <laughs> fucking run out. And if you just happen to be in a truck full of gardening equipment, well, you might get a pickaxe. But yeah, dude, pretty, pretty much like that was my bitch out moment. I was just like, but if I can go back in time, I would go you full on. No, I would rather get my ass kicked because, because listen, like this is how it impacted me to this day. Years later, I'm still talking about it and I still feel <laughs> that like you, you get what I'm saying. It, it impacts you so much more different instead of just like, you know what? I fought that dude, got my ass kicked. No, it's like okay, I, I didn't even more. I didn't even try because I would let fear just take over. All right, well, let me ask you a question. What? You said that here we are all these years later and you're still thinking about it. But you're thinking about it because we brought up that question. You don't think about it periodically from time to time, right? I mean, it's not haunting you. You don't need therapy, right? No, no. Okay, then. Shut the fuck up. It eats at me every night. (laughs) Man up. I'm not like, (laughs) fuck you. I'm I'm just sharing my story. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I probably got that from your genes. You're probably lying. Yeah, thanks, Dad. You're the reason all this is happening. I'm the reason you're just, yeah. I'm the re- you're the reason I'm a bitch. <laughs> okay, I've got something that's pretty similar to that. And um I want to say I was probably like 11 years old, maybe 11 or 12. Um and it was when I was living in Hesperia with um Perry and Mom and Olivia and uh, one of Perry's friends, he's like a good family friend now. Um, they, we'd always like, I think they'd just be drunk all the time and, uh, they'd always be like wanting to fight like UFC style. And I was like, yeah, teach me how to fight. And, um, I like, I remember I like beefed up on him one time. I was like, what's up? You want to fight? I was like, I could fight you now. And he just kicked the shit out of me in the stomach, like Whoa. so fast. Um, Kyle. horse dick. Oh, horse cock. Yeah. And yeah, he dude. just like, like super efficiently just kicked the shit out of my leg or he, out of my stomach. Dude. He and then just, I like threw up in the bathroom. He, he has. <laughs> he threw up? Yeah. He got me good. Because I was, I was walked up on him. I was like, "What's up?" I was like, "Come on, let's fight. I, I got you. I can take you this time." Yeah, and he fucking bam. And then I was like, Ugh. "Yeah, he sparked, <laughs> you know, he he sparked would, kicked the fuck stuff. out of Dylan." Yeah. I, if it makes you feel better, he slammed my head into a truck. So. <laughs> yeah, we, got, we got, He just has older brother power, dude. Yeah. I tried got to, him. I tried to challenge his ass. Like, you know what? I got this. And like, got he just fucking like. Grabbed the back of my neck because I charged at him. He grabbed the back of my neck and just threw me into the hood of his car and just head first. I was like, "Fucking ow!" <laughs> hey, I've seen Kyle and uh, Perry fucking fist fight, like throw down and not mad at each other, but like hitting each other hard. Yeah, they're both a little crazy. Playing like it was the roughest play I've ever seen. Yeah, and Kyle, you know how when two people are playing and you're you're waiting for somebody to get mad, yeah, you're waiting for somebody to catch one to the lip and then fucking grab a grab something. Like I was waiting for that the entire time, and they just when they were done, they just they got tired of hitting each other and hugged it out and laughed. And I'm all, you guys are fucking weird. <laughs> we, well, when we worked on the road, me, Kyle, and Perry got hammered, and we went back to the hotel, and Perry goes. He just screams, get him! And I'm like, what? And he runs and tries to tackle Kyle, but 
Perry's so sloppy drunk that Kyle pushes him over and Perry falls over the bed. And then Kyle looks at me like, I dare you, bitch. And I was just drunk. I was drunk enough to be like, yeah, all right, this isn't happening again. There's no truck. So I fucking jump on him. He does the same exact thing to me. And then Perry grabs his leg. I grab the top part of him. We're holding him down. We get a call from downstairs. They're like, hey, are you guys wrestling? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just so loud. And yeah, pretty much we were just kicking each other's ass upstairs. It was pretty funny. As grown adults. <laughs> That's a good friend. Yeah. He's Me a, and Big Rob used to do that. He's a piece we're of shit, bro. but like he's my piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Can I see that? Yeah. yeah me, me and Big Rob used to do that. Like, we would sit and we had these chairs that were kind of tall. Yeah. And Rob, when Rob stayed with us in the greenhouse, the, his bed was in the, like, the living room. Uh huh. And so we'd set these chairs up in front of, or right in front of his bed and run across the whole living room and clothesline each other out of the chair. <laughs> <out of> the <laughs> okay. Hang on. So I, we, we still have our friend Sam here. Uh, I want to hear about a time that you got punked out, that you thought you were hot shit. A time thought, I got punked out? Yeah. You thought you were hot last, shit. You last week? <laughs> <laughs> Sam looks like a bitch. I can, I can remember it. I was like in seventh grade. I was like 12 or 13. Um, I was waiting at the bus stop and dude stepped on my shoes and I, I on your Jordans? Like, on your Jays? I had shitty shoes. Very <laughs> shoes. Stepped on my sketchers. He's all these are K Swiss, bitch. <laughs> but uh, I didn't know the dude that that uh that uh that did it when I was talking that shit was a boxer and he uh I didn't get a punch in. He punched me uh, in the eye. I didn't get a black eye, but um, she didn't get punked out. You got beat up. I, yeah, I got. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you wish you would have got punked out. Huh? The amount of disrespect. He stepped on your shitty shoes and then beat you and up. And then fucking beat you up. <laughs> I didn't take his shoe. Somebody, hey, I can't do it. Someone give Sam a hug. Poor bastard. <laughs> it's okay, boo. Come here, baby. I got you. I'm gonna step on his shoes. I'm gonna step on his shoes next time I see him, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna tell, uh, tell fuck your couch. <laughs> you uh, so you got another question you want you want from dad? I think it's your turn, yeah. Oh, uh, okay, let me see. Uh, oh, actually I do if you're not ready. Yeah, go ahead. Um so last time I went out to California, Dad. Uncle Louis sat us down and was telling us about the story of you breaking this guy's pinky when he was young. Um, so pretty much like we heard, we heard his side of it. Now I want to hear you tell the story. Um, you know what? That was a long time ago, man. That was like one of the very first 454 shows. We were playing a backyard party. Uncle Louie remembers it like vividly. Like it was probably like one of the highlights of his life. It was fucking, he really? It was funny hearing him explain it. Okay. Well, why don't you give me a quick rundown of what you remember and then maybe that'll spark something? Pretty much you guys lived at an apartment complex. Uncle Louie, how old did you say he was at the time, Dylan? You remember? No. He said he was young. So. Pretty much, he, he he said that you brought him everywhere with him. So you guys were going home, and this weird fucking guy moved in next to you guys or near oh. you. 
And I guess he was pretty much like waving his finger, his pinky in your face like a snake. And you grabbed it and then broke it. And I guess you yelled at him and said, you trying to cast a spell on me, bro? And then like broke his fucking finger. And then we're just like, all right, Louis, let's go. And I guess the guy just like screamed and grabbed his hand and ran back inside. Okay. I, I do remember that. I was just trying to bark. Um, anyway, he, he wasn't, a, it turns out he wasn't a wizard. He was just a tweaker. Okay. They looked similar. Yeah. He was a trash wizard. He was a trash right? And he lived next door to us. And um, Louis probably didn't want you to know this part, but he was trying to get Louis to smoke meth with him. Okay. And I'm saying trying because that's none of my business whether he did it or not. <laughs> Regardless, um, yeah, the dude came over one day and just was fucking freaking out about something. And he's so sure. I honestly can't even tell you what exactly this guy said. <laughs> like he didn't make it. He was talking. He was in full on tweaking mode. And I had no idea. Okay. Wait, saying. wait, that story matches up because that's exactly what uncle Louis said. The guy, the guy like made no sense. He was like, yeah, but it would even like Charlie, like Charlie, like Charlie Manson shit. Like exactly. And you know, people on meth, they, they move their face around. We call it face gymnastics. Yeah. So he was talking and then not talking, but his mouth was moving. So it looked like a really bad dubbed karate movie. You know what I mean? That's and, um, yeah. So Louis was like, I put Louis behind me. And this dude just kept coming forward, kept coming forward. And then he put his finger in my face. And I told him, I go, I go, get your fucking finger out of my face. And he was literally moving around like a snake. And he was saying some weird shit. So I thought I was getting cursed, hexed. And I even told him, I gave him two chances. I go, listen, put your finger down or I'm going to fucking break it. And I looked him right in the face. And he kept doing it. I think he went faster. So I grabbed his fucking pinky and bent it all the way backwards. <laughs> I heard that. I heard three solid cracks. I know I snapped three bones. His, his, his pinky nail touched his wrist. <laughs> and he looked at me for a minute. Like it took him a minute, a second to realize what had happened. He looks at me. He has this blank look on his face. He looks down at his finger and goes, oh, fuck. And he's, when he started screaming again, he turned around and ran into his trailer and closed the door. And I didn't see the dude for like two weeks. Yeah, Uncle Louie Uncle Louis blamed a lot of it on your uh, your goth phase. Because oh my God. he was like, yeah, I think your dad thought he was doing some wizard shit. Because you know your dad was into that goth stuff. <laughs> Not at that time. I was, I was wearing a fucking electric Frankenstein t-shirt. And I was afraid he was going to get mucho on my freaking... EF shirt. God. Actually, I honestly, I was. Louis could say whatever he want, but in my, in my defense, I think I was trying to protect Louis. No, that's how he made it sound. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, he he definitely didn't like make it sound like you were just being a piece of shit. <laughs> he made it sound like the guy was getting weird, like with you and Louis, and then like you grabbed him, kind of, and like moved I him. Several opportunities, man. I, you don't just walk up and snap somebody's finger. Like, I'm not a fucking. I'm not hey, stupid. Hey, 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 can I see that? Snap. That I had a good solid hand on, like my whole hand. Was on yeah, he and said I, the guy's face was priceless. Like, he just grabbed his hand and was like, ah! 
<laughs> well, you know what the best part is? Is normally if somebody grabbed your finger and, and bent it down, you would move your arm, right? So your arm gives right. with your finger. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you're, on, when you're fucking smacked out, you have memory retention. So he didn't move his arm. He kept his arm like he firmed it up. He helped me break his finger. <laughs> he helped me break his finger. He did. So now you're blaming the meth head for his It's his fault. Finger? Yeah. yeah. Nice. I blame the meth. Yeah, the uh, the meth came in hard with the assist on that one. Oh, that's yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> All right, so I've I've got another thing I want to I want to ask. That's funny. I forgot about that. So I know you've got a couple of these, Dad, but uh, how about a uh, a time like an event that you somehow miraculously survived that you had no business surviving, and you're just like besides the brand aneurysm. Yeah, which one do you want them to tell? Dylan? Which one do you want to know? About? Great, which great question. Which one, surprised, which one surprised you the most? Was the aneurysm? Yeah, yeah. You really thought that one was gonna? I really thought it was gonna take me out because you know your grandfather, mm-hmm. uh, Grandpa Killingbeck, died from an aneurysm. So it was in the cards, and I, even though I technically passed away on the table, if I would have not been there when I was there. Like, my aneurysm popped on my way to surgery. I'll tell you what, dude. Dad's got miraculous... I would not have made it. Dad's got miraculous timing with, like, almost dying. Yeah, he's pretty good at putting it off to the last minute. Well, no, check it out, you guys. When I first... Okay, I would do my best to describe an aneurysm. It's the worst headache you've ever had in your life. I mean, you can't even see. Think of a migraine, but worse. Like, I knew there was something wrong. Okay, granted, I fucking had a hell of a party that weekend. So I was coming down on like a three-day coke binge, and I'd been drinking. Nice. So, I mean, so I thought, well, maybe I'm just super fucking hungover. So I go to the doctor. I go to the hospital. They send me home. I come home. I try to lay down, take some Tylenol. It's not getting better. So I go back. They send me home a third time. I I said, and I went back again and they tried to send me home. I said, no, I'm not going home. There's something wrong with me. I'm not going to keep coming back here. Find it. Do a test. Do what you got to do. Fucking find it. Because I know my body and I know something's wrong with me. So they did all these things and all these people were talking and throwing around suggestions. And um, they end up doing a spinal tap. Now, I don't know if you know what a spinal tap is. But it's this giant fucking needle that you stick into your spine and goes into your vertebrae. And usually they have to do several of them all the way up down. I got lucky my first time. Oh, and you're totally awake and you're hunched over this little table and you can't move. And you're so, and if you move, you can literally be fucking paralyzed. paralyzed. So, luckily, they found the first poke. There's blood. Okay. The doctor takes me into the other room because you have a brain aneurysm. And this was at Parkview Hospital, Dylan, where you were born. And the doctor looked at me and said, We got to get you out of here before they kill you. He was on the phone to a surgeon and on the phone to ambulance and had me transferred immediately to Loma Linda. And had, had the uh, brain surgeon fly in from Hawaii to do the surgery that night. And on my way to, the, on my way, uh, so everything. I mean, 
God was with me. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's brown jokes of that I'm a cockroach and that I'm unbreakable. That we're gonna die. I mean, uh, it's kind of true. <laughs> you are a cockroach. Yeah, that's, a, that's a that's pretty crazy considering all the circumstances. And the way I remember it, I thought you passed out in the shower. E- no, I don't remember. Yeah, Not I that time. I was real young. No, there was a time that I went to the ER, and I can't believe I'm talking about this. But I was taking a shower, and I was getting ready to get out, and I slipped, and my foot went through the side of the bathtub. That's what I'm thinking about. That, I remember that. And it ripped all of the skin off the top of my foot. Yeah. And I had, and it folded back like a sandwich. Uh, and then it had pieces of fiberglass in it. So, yeah. So he had to fold my foot back and get a needle or get a um, little pliers uh-huh. and pull each in the, uh, each individual piece of fiberglass, fiberglass out of there. Flip me up, sew me up. And yeah. Oh my and God. So, so I'm on the bed naked because I just got out of the shower. I'm butt naked. <laughs> Soaking wet, foot flopping around, bleeding all over the place. And 45 people came in with a fire truck. Nice. Yeah. Hey, um, that just like triggered a, it just like triggered a childhood memory that Dylan, oh. Dylan wasn't alive for. If you want to hear a funny dad story, Dylan. Yeah, sure. I don't remember exactly what dad did. But or if I was or if I was just little and he was fucking with me, but me and Perry were sitting in the back seat of I want to say it was the Cadillac, and Mom went into like Walmart or Food for Less or some shit, and Dad sat in the car with us because his entire foot was bandaged, but his toe was bandaged more, like he had fucked his toe up. And we were sitting there messing with it, and he he would tell us like, "Oh yeah, go ahead, pull on it, guys." And we we're yanking on, but like his toe was abnormally like big, dude, like really like some shit you would see in Courage the Cowardly Dog, like it was huge. And he's got his foot up in the window, and he's like, "Roll!" And he rolled his toe up in the window, and he goes, "Roll it up." And so we start pressing the button to roll the window up. And it's got his toe, and I just remember cracking up because Dad's going, "Ah!" And he's like, "And he's like, stop, 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 stop!" And we roll it down. He goes, "All right, do it again." And then we roll it up, and he goes, "Ah!" So like, yeah, he could have been fucking with us, but like, I don't know why. I just remembered that, but like, it was the funniest shit in the world. All right, listen. I you know what? Never mind. I'm not even going to tell you what happened. You can't do that. No, I can because I don't want you because I because you remember that so cool, and that's going to be with you forever. I don't want to. That's like when you watch Chris Angel and then he tells you how to do a trick, and then you're like, <laughs> "Magic isn't real. This sucks. You're uh, not a mind freak after all." Okay. I don't so, want to give away. I don't want to give away the magic. So you you're... were a little kid and it was a good time for you. You <laughs> you had a wonderful memory of your dad rolling his foot up in the window. And you're going to continue to have that memory forever and ever. I I'm not like, going to take I, I feel like I know what actually happened, but I'm just going to remember it how I remembered it. I get, you I get what you're saying. Yes. I think it's so much cuter that way. And then when this podcast is over, I'm going to tell Dylan what really happened. We're going to both laugh at you. I think I know what happened. 
fucking, <laughs> fucking retard. Dude, I was a baby. Fuck you. It was hilarious. Baby fucking retard. <laughs> Dude, dad was rolling his toe up in the window and it was the funniest oh. shit in the world. It was and good. It, and it got bigger and bigger. But now that I think about it, he probably just unwrapped his bandage and then like added it. It made it look like it was getting bigger. But hey, dude, it was fucking funny. <laughs> In my little baby brain, I was like, what's going on with this toe? I'm like, why is it getting so big? <laughs> but you never thought to stop rolling it up in the window. No, it was funny as fuck. You were screaming. All right. So I've, uh, I've got another question for Dad. Okay. So uh, be honest. How old are you? How old am I? Yes. 49. Okay. So you've been around. Well, not yet. I'll be 49 next month. Okay. So you've you've been around a little while. I've been around a minute. Okay. So I want I want you to go over real quick about how how different marijuana and like just pot in general, just weed is because I'm you know oh, I feel like yeah that's a good one because I, I I remember even when I was like a kid it was still like it wasn't legal it was like you still had to be hush hush about it you couldn't stink like it um, okay listen the very first time I smoked weed ever. Was I was 13 years old, uh-huh. and me and the person that I smoked weed with uh-huh. smoked it out of a, a Coke can. Nice, sick. And uh, and they used to refer to the weed as Mexican dirt weed. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and it was you had to smoke a fucking half pound to get on. All and it tasted like And it tasted like shit. And it didn't really smell. It smelled like hay. <laughs> um, it was always a bag full of seeds and stems. Um, yeah, it was awful. Dude, that so, sounds a lot like my first weed I smoked. <laughs> so I smoked, I, I smoked a little bit when I was younger. You know what I mean? To be honest, completely honest, I'm not much of a weed guy because I prefer uppers. Um, and weed just makes me tired and hungry all the time. And I'm already tired and hungry all the time anyway. So... <laughs> Not a good if mix. I smoke food regularly, I would be asleep and weigh 700 pounds. I'd be that dude that can't leave his house. Yeah, that'd be me. Okay. Anyway, so, so um, but because I used to smoke occasionally, I tried some of the stuff that you guys, they call it chronic, whatever. Some of that bubonic chronic. That chron diggity. So, and, um, Two hits will do what two hundred hits of the other stuff is. Like it's 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 night and day. I think they've been. I think they're lacing the weed now. It's just fucking crazy. <laughs> fucking green. I mean, green what is just weed. I thought I smoked angel dust the other day, and it was just weed. You smoked the other day. I smoked yesterday. What? Yeah, last night. Dylan left his stizzy out. Tell me he's a liar, Dylan. Uh, I wasn't out here, but he says it's true. Uh, so it's fake. All right. I swear to God. He pro- I, yeah, he- I put it on Gigi. I remember I I, I, uh, I smoked with Dad once back in Oregon. Uh, back in the olden days? Dude, he was sitting on the edge of the bed, right? And uh, yeah. I was like, well, it was really uncomfortable, but I was like, I want to be able to at least say I've smoked with him once. So we were all, we were all smoked, and that yeah, I watched him sit at the oh. end of his bed and then fall off of it onto his ass and just start laughing. Yeah. And he couldn't <laughs> get up. And I was like, nice. 
<laughs> I crawled to the bathroom. Yeah, dude. And climbed up to go pee. Yeah, it was awful. That shit put dad I down, dude. <laughs> dad was not I was doing it. Okay, so that's that's the effectiveness of weed. How much has it changed, like, socially, would you say? Like, you feel like it's oh, a it's lot. Oh, it's legal now. It's, yeah, before it was. Okay, and okay. You know, wait, 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 wait. So I think what Dylan's trying to say is kind of like, so do you have friends that, like, are serving time because they were weed dealers and now it's legal? That kind of yes. change, you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, um, Lunch Truck had a, my, my band Lunch Truck, we had a guitar or a drummer. I almost said his name, but um, we had a drummer that had two plants in his apartment, in his kitchen. Small ones. They were in the windowsill. Cops came in, busted him, and gave him three and a half years for growing. Jeez. And as far as I know, he just got out, and now it's fucking there. I'd, I'd be so upset. But he said there's people in there that are doing years on years on years stacked for weed, and it's totally legal now. So I think that's shitty. I think it's fucked. Um, but like in the early days, like the early 80s, late 70s, it was a, a hippie thing. Hippies smoked weed and bikers smoked weed. And it was more like dirty and it wasn't acceptable like it is now. It was like still there, there was, was like a stigma. Was, there was a big stigma on it. Okay. Well, first of all, you were breaking the law. That that alone, yeah. Yeah. But then you usually had long hair and bell bottoms and a Led Zeppelin test. And smell like shit. Yeah, yeah, like patchouli and incense. And incest. Incense. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> All right. So that was that's pretty interesting to hear. Like, I mean, you were never really too much of a pothead, so not really. That always like crack and mess. Hey, the the cool thing was, you know what's funny is like cocaine in the eighties. Even though it was super super illegal. It didn't stop any from anybody from doing it right out in public. Like I, we've done it at Denny's at the table, <laughs> like honestly, and that wasn't even the eighties; that was nineties. But like businessmen, fucking cocaine was just it, it was because it was an upper class of people that were doing it. Mm-hmm. You had to have money to have that. Yeah. So. They looked down on the potheads because they were fucking dirty hippies. Mm-hmm. But if you had money to, to afford cocaine, cocaine, yeah, then you can do it right here in the dance club anywhere you want. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Is that white? That's crazy. Is that white man's drug? Loving <laughs> <laughs> when he when he's in a cop convention and he's just doing lines like or bumps on his uh, <laughs> right Who I know cop that we used to do cocaine with. <laughs> oh my he owned a bar that was like that. I'm not going to say any names, but he owned a bar that we did that me and my partner did karaoke at, and uh, we worked for this guy. And when everybody was gone, after everybody closed up, he'd pull out the good whiskey and he'd line up on the bar. And we and he was a cop, and we would do cocaine with a cop. I thought it was cool. That's pretty bad. I feel cool. So he yeah. he had that good evidence, Coke. That's what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> you know he got that from the locker room. <laughs> He's like, anybody else feel their dick right now? <laughs> I sure can. Well, is, that where put, is that where you're supposed to put it? <laughs> He's, I don't know. All right, Dan. put your mouth on. You got anything? Uh, you got anything yeah, for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, pops, give me a blackout story from what you remember. Yeah. La- like, the 
the last thing you remember, like, so for example, like one of my blackout stories, I remember hitting a shot. I was partying super hard. I hit a shot. I woke up. There was some dirty hippie girl at my feet sharing the couch with me. And I woke up and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought, like, I've, I, you know what I mean? I was like, but, like, it, it was like a snap of, like, a finger snap. Like, I just woke up. was like, yes. what the fuck just happened? You, 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 yeah, you, you just come out of it and you have no recollection of what happened. And then, like, I had to, I had to be my own private investigator and, like, talk to people. I was like, hey, did I do anything stupid? Yeah. I was like, what yeah, and you're afraid to talk to your friends because you don't want to find out what you did. Well, yeah, but you just know you don't know what you did, but you know it was bad. Yeah. So, do you got you got any you got any uh, you got any good any good good? And so, check it out. Um, I have several stories that end up coming true with random big girls and stuff like that. But the one that comes to mind that is the saddest is I was at the bar drinking. I was dating a girl at the time, and. Um, you know who she is. She was a young little blonde girl. Okay. And it was her birthday. And uh, I went to, we took, I took her to the bar that one of the bars I worked at where I drank for free. So I was there and I wasn't working. So the owner just kept pouring me and pouring me and pouring me and pouring me. I was fucked up. And apparently, this girl I was dating said, hey, why don't you let me drive? Because, you you know, you're obviously a little intoxicated. Well, in my drunken state, I was like, fuck you, bitch. Nobody's driving my truck with me. I'm fine. Seems legit. Anyway, yeah. So um, last thing I remember is veering off the freeway. And I woke up in jail. And it was three days later. Shitty. Yeah. Three? Three days later. Three days you know, later. whenever I hear any uh, 15 minutes later or 45 minutes later or even three days later, I picture in a French accent and because of fucking SpongeBob. Yeah. Three days later. Anyway, that was the worst one. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure you broke her collarbone too, didn't you? Yeah, I might have. And you rolled your truck. Nine times. Yeah, nothing says happy birthday like, hey, I'm driving home, rolling the truck, and breaking your bones. And the, the funny thing is she had her seatbelt on. So her collarbone was because I didn't have my seatbelt on from me rolling over her fucking nine times. Yeah, it was. I was a dick. And then, so check this out. I wasn't even sure if I wanted to be with her at that point. Like, I wasn't sure. Well, um, uh, I'm sure you felt like you had to after that. Well, no, what happened was is the, um, the, the cops called your grandma, and your grandma and Grandma Jean came down to the hospital just in time to watch me get arrested. Nice. Yeah. So apparently, every mother's dream, um, the girl's dad was there. And fucking furious. And your grandma overheard him telling her um, that we're that we're gonna sue that they're gonna sue me. So grandma sees the girl in the in the waiting room crying 
goes over and talks to her, right? Anyway, I call your grandmother after four days in jail. I finally get out. 